Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm or download the app to get started. The reality we live in can be a very strange place. Most of the time, fact being stranger than fiction. How will we ever start to understand this reality we live in unless we question everything? Join me and a guest as we unravel the mysteries of this reality one topic at a time. This is Inquiries of Our Reality. With Shane Jones. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the uh, fourth edition of Inquiries of Our Reality podcast. Today, I have some very special guests. I have uh, Kyle and Steve from uh, Hollow Sky Podcast. How are you guys doing today? Wonderful. Thank doing you so great. much for having us on, man. Yeah, we appreciate it a lot. I'm excited that you guys made time to be able to come on my small show, especially since your guys show is, you know, as big as it is now. Like, it's great to see that, you know, people start off small and then get, get to be a bit at a bigger point. <laughs> Dude, we started off exactly where you are. Like, no joke. We didn't have friends in the industry to help uh, propel us. Like, it was just me and Steve. And Steve always, he, like, that was one thing he always preached on was the whole grassroots start. Like starting from the bottom, start locally, and then just try to expand as big as we could get. And seems to be working so far. <laughs> Got to have a good foundation. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's one of those things, too, that it's like there's so many people that are interested in these topics, but nobody talks about them in normal society. So it's like as soon as you start bringing them up, everybody that's into this stuff starts flocking to it. So, you know, you don't really have to search for the audience. They kind of come to you. Right. Definitely. It's weird how it's still like taboo to talk about after after forever. People still want to keep it into themselves because they're worried about what people say, what people think. It's just, that's wild to me. Even after all this COVID stuff, I'm surprised that people are still that scared. Like everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy saying that we're getting poisoned by these vaccines and all that stuff. And it's like, 
just look at what's in front of you, man. Like, you don't even got to just, like, make up stuff. Just don't believe everything the news says. It's just as biased as anything else, you know? Facts. Yep. I couldn't agree more. And the more Pfizer documents that come out, the deeper you realize the story actually goes with, you know, the test not even being accurate. So it's like, what, what were you really even doing from the start of all this? <laughs> well, for me, not only not only for that aspect, but for me personally, it it brings into question everything we've ever been told. I mean, I know that it's kind of incomparable and on a grand scale, but if they're willing to lie or, or change or modify things this insignificant like what else is going on out there you know what i mean like i don't know for me it just it just solidifies that we were being lied to on not only this but many other things it's a giant rabbit hole man you find one little piece and then you start digging deeper and deeper and then you know you realize that everything is connected and the more you know and the more people that know hopefully the tower will start to crumble you know for sure yeah it's it puts you in a weird area where like you know they're lying about some stuff, but then like they're coming out with all this disclosure about UAPs and all this shit, and then you're like, do we do we believe that? You know, like are they lying about that too? It's right. just it just unravels. Just the fact that the government wanted to have an agency headed by one of the guys from Blink 182 to disclose information should have already been a red flag. <laughs> like if anybody they could pick, why that guy? You know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just aliens are real and then insert fart joke here. Right. <laughs> also, no, by the I, way, I'm, I'm in a band you. called Angels and Airwaves and I play in Blink-182. So, you know, you should take me seriously as a, uh, as a disclosure person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bro, well, the, the, as soon as I seen that for the very first time, I'm like, get out of here. Just stop. Go away. I, I, there's <laughs> no possible way I'm taking you serious. It's not happening. What, what even is this life at this point? Yeah. Like what, what even is real? Dude, it's one of those things, too, that it's just like, I don't know, you see this stuff and you're just like, like, no, nobody else is concerned with the people that they pick. Like, it, it's almost like a joke. Like, they're purposely picking these people just to see what they can get away with, to see who would take it seriously or not, you know? And, and like, it's, pe it's people with huge reach, like huge public reach and influence. And they just put them up there on the pedestal and they're like, let's see what this guy has to say. And then let's believe what he has to say. I think it's one of those things, too, that it's like they have to have a celebrity face to kind of make it like a joke. You know, if it was just like some serious, you know, desk jockey type, you know, CAA looking guy, everybody would be like, oh, wow. Yeah, we definitely got to listen to this guy. But they almost put those guys out as like, all right, we're going to give them a little bit, but nobody is really going to take it that seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just see how far he'll run with it. We'll give him we'll give him little crumbs here and see where he takes it. And all the videos that they're going to disclose, we'll just do the worst possible ones like. Out of all the UFO sightings that there are and all the different cameras attached to planes and all that, like, you can't tell me that there's not one solid picture. It's not like a Bigfoot situation. Like, like they record everything on a plane. You're telling me they haven't found any decent pictures of anything? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was that thing I just sent you that the Pentagon just released? Oh, about radiation burns and something about pregnancies. I saw that. I but saw that. Bottom line, I mean, they know... <laughs> infinitely more than we could even fathom and like you said they, they're obviously going to have far more better or far better evidence than what we're being given and the evidence they give you it's like 10 percent of it you know <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah if that yeah and on on that uh declassification that you're talking about that just dropped i saw that joe rogan shared it and yeah. stuff like 
I started looking into it and some of the sources that, that they sourced in those declassified files are like national Enquirer and like, like UFO magazine and shit. I'm like, what, what even is this at this point? Like they do it on purpose. They try to find the most unreputable people so that nobody really believes it. Cause it's like, it's kind of like, you know, they, they go and tell like the crazy homeless guy that there's aliens so that he can run around saying that there's aliens and everybody looks at people that think aliens are real, like they're crazy, but you know, they're doing it on purpose. Like there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a gameplay to it, you know? Absolutely. For sure. So speaking of government stuff, I know that you guys have some pretty interesting stories on how you guys start up your podcast. And from the stories that I've heard, I believe it's a government agency, but for the people that don't know, you know, it'd be cool if you guys could tell that story. Oh yeah. Good old, good old Egress Industries. Yeah. Oh man, that started. Um, that wasn't exactly our podcast start. No, we we stumbled into that about. We were about a year, a little over a year into our podcast. Still small local podcasts, and I was just looking around on Reddit of all places because that's where you go for refutable information, of course. It's Reddit, <laughs> and I had started hearing about all these dream flyers and stuff people were finding, like. The uh, Willamette Va- Valley Dream Flyer, and there was the Happy Valley Dream Flyer, where these are posted up around cities, and they're like, "Have you been having weird dreams? If so, call this number." So I got to thinking, I'm like, "Man, it'd be cool to just call these numbers live on the show and see what happens." I stumbled across another one, which let me find it here. Wasn't exactly connected to the other flyers. That was posted on Reddit. A Redditor said that he had found it in a subdivision in Austin. It was taped up to an electrical box. And the flyer stated, strange, see something, say something. If you remember things differently from how it was, have ever found repeating numbers or words, have experienced a deja vu or miracles, know the existence of any greater entity, have good, bad, or any luck of any kind, hear voices that will never be real, seen things that should not be, have a distrust of mirrors, or are drawn to caverns, please contact us. And there was a number posted at the bottom of this flyer. So I'm like, man, that's pretty fucking weird. So I did what anybody would do and bought a burner phone and decided to call these on a show we were recording one day. So we called them all. <clears throat> Nothing really happened while, when we were doing the show. But later that night, I get a text message from the number on that flyer. And they introduce themselves as Egress Industries and ask if there have if I've had any uh, weird experiences, any experiences that pertain to the flyer. So I make up this little experience kind of based around the information that they had put out just to see if they bite. And it took off into this whole uh back and forth banter between me and whoever is behind this number and behind egress industries so we we had talked for a little while just correspondence back and forth i had um told them uh this experience that i put together in my head and then they came back with me and referred referred to me as a rift jewel anchor which i'm like what in the hell is a rift jewel anchor I'm like, maybe they, maybe it's like a ritual anchor or something of that sort. So I ask them and they're like, no, a ritual anchor, meaning that uh, weird things seem to be drawn to you. Like ritual would be, have to do with time and what they say, time and dimensional things and an anchor, meaning that you're set in place and these things kind of revolve around you. So I was like, well, that's pretty 
pretty odd considering like what, what we started and what we do here. And then as the correspondence goes on, um, I should make note that every time I got a message from them, it was at midnight on the dot every time, every time it was like, it was like set up, calculated midnight, my phone would go off and it'd be a message from egress. About that time, um, I got another message from the original poster on Reddit that said another podcaster um, was having issues with the same number. Um, so he gave them our information and gave us his information and we got in contact. So we decided to do a show and uh, just kind of put our stories together, see how they line up. So this uh, podcaster has asked, uh, he, he got to a point where he didn't want to be part of Egress Industries, anything to do with it. So he asked that we not use his name and we respect that. But he um, comes on our show, we're interviewing, he's telling his uh, interactions with Egress. He says he, he had seen the flyer and called the number and didn't have a whole lot of correspondence with them. And then he was in Kentucky working on a project he was doing, and he started getting text messages from the number on the flyer. These messages started giving him all sorts of personal information, where he was at the time, where he lives at, where he works, all sorts of information they shouldn't have anything to do with. So this, of course, freaks him out. He's like, you know what? Uh, just don't text my number anymore, this, that, and the other. Then he hears about us kind of going through similar things and he comes on the show. So we're talking on the show and going over like the experiences that we shared with the flyer and everything. And then he in mid broadcast, he's like, I want you to stop the recording. And we're like, all right. So we shut it off and he's like, I just got a text from the number on the flyer. And I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. He's like, no, he's like, shows us his, sends me a screenshot of his phone and the number on the flyer sent him a text message that says, tell hollow sky, hello. And I'm like, man, how, how do they even know we're talking? Because it's not being broadcast live. We're just recording it. And um, I'm like, all right, that's weird. And then they were like tracking your guys goes, phone or something. I don't know. We, we were. The only thing I can think of is that we were communicating via Facebook Messenger. So I don't know if that was easy to pull a beat on through our Wi-Fi or whatever, but they seemed to know that we were communicating. Give me just a second here. I'll uh, pull up some of the messages between us and him. Do you think the, if it was like some kind of government organization, do you think they are possibly like listening to audio like through your phone if they knew like your burner number or something? It could be the only like the only thing that I, I screwed up on was that I was connected to my Wi-Fi. So maybe maybe they had a pull on that. But I, I honestly don't know. I don't know how they know, which which kind of kind of leads to that gray area. Like, well, we don't even know if said podcaster may or may not have been screwing with this either yeah that's that's what i was gonna say like you it know, could could be that gray area where like maybe he was trying to embellish the story a little bit to make it a little more interesting before it gets put out there did he, was he getting it through like text messages or 
Yeah, he sent us screenshots of the text messages from the number. Yeah. That's what I was about to ask, if he actually had, like, physical proof that there was text messages from that number. Yeah, I, yeah. I have screenshots of them. But also, you know, while Steve's looking for that, we have found through, and this isn't to discredit him, the, the other podcaster by any means, but there was another person close to home that took it upon themselves to actually start screwing with me through random text messages from, from a DC number. And long story short, we basically found out that it is possible for people to more or less fake test, fake text messages using this VOIP system and embellishing, you know, cause everything that we tracked on the DC number from what we were told led to the possibility of it being some type of agency. Like we got warned it's a big boy agency and they have big, big time contracts. You need to be very careful of your next steps, but me and Steve being me and Steve and not to mention it was personally attacking me. It was only texting my phone and me and Steve racked our brains for weeks thinking about what it could be, who it could be, why are they only messing with me and not Steve? And then we never gave up and, and we ended up finding out that it was somebody close to a local and they were a police officer, but they were doing it because they think we're nuts. Basically, you know, they're just making fun of us is what it was boiling down to. Yet they don't see all the pieces. So, you know, they just have to make fun of it. Not understanding what's even going on themselves, you know? Right. Yeah, it's like it's like there was so much everything muddied the water so much that and it almost, happened fast. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't almost, this like slow, methodical. <laughs> it just all of a sudden everything just went boom. And we were just hit from every single angle. So it's just me and Steve. Like it's just me and Steve working on this. And then we get to that point where, well, if we can't trust said podcaster, who the hell can we trust? We can't trust anybody. It's just you and me. Yeah. And then like like Kyle said, he started getting these this random number started texting his phone and we look into it and it's, it's a DC area number. So then we start like um, trying to pinpoint where this is coming from. We have all kinds of people looking into it on our discord and there's people narrowing it down to like this block of Washington, DC, like so far from the Capitol and this and that and the other. And we're like, what in the hell is going on? Yeah. What, what are we even in the middle of at this point? Because like I said, at that point we were, we were, we were still just two two small time podcasters, like with with a, a local f- following, and this this whole thing is just exploding in our lap. And we're like, what what are we even gonna do? But it was like it's it's wild. I did find his uh, screenshots here, so he gets a screenshot from the number that says "Tell Hello, Hello Sky Hello." Keep in mind, this is why we are recording with him, and he responds back, "Why do you say that?" The egress number says. Science is always discovering odd scraps of magical wisdom and making a tremendous fuss about its cleverness, which we looked it up. And that's an Aleister Crowley quote. That's what I was about to say. (laughs) Yeah. So the podcaster responds. He's like, what's up with all the Crowley quotes? And I, I had the podcaster ask that I just had him send it, but no mention of me. And it responds. It's beyond comprehension. Stephen. ordinary morality is only for ordinary people which is another Crowley quote. Mm -hmm. Then it responds, uh, falsehood is invariably the child of fear in one form of another. And then it gives us a spot or a set of coordinates. 
and says, good night, boys. The Illinois skies are dark tonight. End. So that's why he had us stop the recording because it gave him coordinates that he, he wasn't aware of. He didn't know where they led. So at that point, uh, it got real serious. Like Kyle just shut down. Kyle's like, we need to see where this coordinates are. Does it lead to your house? Is it my yeah. house? What, what do these people know at this point? Yeah. Cause if it, I mean, imagine that, imagine you're out there. I'm in my case, I'm here at Steve's house and we get sent coordinates. Like uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is I'm not at home with my family. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that changes the, the, the dynamic of the game. If they're able to, because in my head at the time, we still didn't know where that was. So in my head, I'm already jumping to conclusions thinking if they have the ability to a listen in on us, B send me a possible location of my personal home. Wow. Like with this, this is changing the dynamic extremely fast and we need to start seeing more of this chessboard as fast as possible. Say those shadow government operations too. They don't, they don't operate by laws too. So, you know, it's, they can go and do whatever they want to do and nobody would even know about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it wasn't long after that that we started getting the DC techs. Yeah. So we're like, holy shit. Like maybe, maybe we are in over our head. Yeah. And then there was the possibility that my wife was being followed that day. Yeah. Whether it was or not, don't know. But regardless, I mean, like I said, so much happened so fast that it was hard to, to digest it all. You know, my question to you guys actually is, if you don't know who could be involved in it necessarily. So do have you ever wondered if that DC number and the cop that you guys looked down to could actually have been maybe a part of that and you guys just didn't know it. And he was purposely trying to throw you guys off and there could be a lot of people around you guys that are involved in this. And it could be like a huge thing that they're, you know, like one in five people could be involved in and we have no idea. So they could be purposely trying to throw information out just to throw you guys off on purpose. I, I, I had not considered that he may be a part of it, honestly. Especially since really, it's the DC number and he's a police officer. Yeah, it was it was weird how we found it. Uh, I had set up a, a one of those IP IP pullers, and you set up a link, and essentially, if you get somebody to click on the link, it pulls their IP address. And Kyle sent it to the dude, and the dude clicked on it, and I got a friend of mine, and she ran the IP, and it brought us back to a police station not too far from us. And I'm like man, isn't, isn't that guy that was fucking with you, Kyle, isn't, isn't his buddy a cop? And sure enough, it was. And it led back to a police department just right across the street from his house. So he had to have been linked up on their Wi-Fi, sending us messages when he clicked on that IP link and it pulled it. So, so I'm maybe like, well, he did there, that there's a lot of coincidences. Too. Yeah, it could be like, I, I, I almost don't want to give him that much credit. You know, I just want, I, in my brain, I just want him to be like, well, here I go ahead and I won't, I'm not giving him that much credit. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because we go. I'll tell you why. And no, it's no, <laughs> nothing malicious. It's just that I have a buddy at work who is on the complete opposite side of the fence. Doesn't believe in any of this shit. And his buddy, who's the cop is even more judgmental in that field. And I, I could easily see these two guys just think about it. I work with said guy. His buddy is the cop. The cop 
lives in X town, which we trace to the same police station. Well, I'm the only one getting text messages. Steve never got one text. Yeah. And I, so, and then my one buddy from work obviously has my cell phone number, but he doesn't have Steve's cell phone number. So that's kind of how in my brain, how I kind of, we kind of closed that door a little bit. Now, anything is possible, but I just, I'm not prepared to, to throw that into the ring quite yet that this police officer was a part of, because for that to happen, if that did happen, then holy shit, me and Steve were way, way <laughs> out of our element. Could have been a pawn too. I mean, there's a lot of bigger picture things here where he may not have even understood what he was involved in. He, you know, somebody could have told him to do something, not even realizing, it. you know, his, his friend could have been involved in it or something and said, hey, you should joke and mess with these guys. And they just started a whole new pawn that just throws the whole trail off. I mean, these government agencies, man, they, they're been. deep. Oh, yeah, that's what I, I say that on the show all the time. I'm like, if you think for a second that you're going to outsmart people who do this every single day for a living, you're insane. You're Especially because there's no limit. They can have, they have access to literally any possible thing that's on the grid that they could possibly want to have access to. And the government's not stopping them because they're like, you know, like a step above the government in a sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because we're like, we see the chessboard, but we're, we don't even get to see the chessboard they're even playing on. We think we are, but we're not even in the same game. Yeah. We're over here playing checkers while they're playing chess. Yeah, dude. Exactly. I mean, and it's not even basic chess. It's it's chess on a cube. They have <laughs> different chess boards. That the, it's just the way that they have the ability to think and manipulate supersedes even just us sitting here brainstorming of what they could possibly do. They probably look at us and laugh like, oh, man, that was done like in the in the 1890s. Like you guys are way behind the curve here. We're still good. <laughs> I mean, you, do you guys good. are you guys familiar with the voice of God that uh that experiment they're doing where they could like push thoughts into people's heads? I've heard about that. Yeah. I mean, if they have access to that and that was going on when in the like 1940s or so, who knows what the technology could be now? They could have people oh, yeah. involved that have How no idea it? that they're even involved. They like, were saying years ahead. They were saying back around that same time, they basically had virtually virtual reality headsets too. I forget who uh, who I don't know if it was Alex Jones. Yeah, I think it was. It might have been Jones. Jones. I don't know. Crazy shit. My rule of thumb, man, I feel like the government, wherever we are, they're 30 years ahead of us, for sure. At least. Oh, yeah. At least. I agree. And um, where are we at? That's where they dropped the coordinates. So at that point, we were we were almost to the point to where we weren't even going to drop the show. Like, it it had us, it was in our nerves that much that we were we were like, maybe we should just say, hell with it. Just, just drop it, not even deal with it at this point. So I, I'm still kind of sitting there and I'm like, well, the verbiage that was responding to this other podcaster via text is very different from the verbiage that respond to me directly from the same number. And that's, that stood off as odd to me. Like they have very, very calculated uh, ways that they speak. Their text messages are, 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 composed the same every time they don't use capital letters it's all it's all sorts of weird shit and i'm like this is quite different from what the screenshots that this other podcaster sent us so i'm like that that kind of sits wrong with me so 
I just text the number and ask them. I'm like, are, do you have any like affiliation with Crowley? Um, is, is there anything, any affiliation with Crowley? And then I gave him the, or I gave them the set of coordinates and I'm like, does this mean anything to you? And they responded with egress industries is not had a representative join you for your broadcast nor communicate to anyone during your broadcast it was not us joining you at your table but instead a charlatan and an airsats that does not represent nor speak for egress keep your eyes open and your ears clear at that point i'm still on my burner phone so they know that the burner phone is linked to the podcast because they're clearly talking about our broadcast. So I'm like, well, that's not good. This burner yeah. phone did nothing. I might as well just up. use my regular phone. <laughs> that's what I was saying, that access. All they probably had to do is they could probably get access to your uh, your microphone and stuff. And they could hear everything you're saying just being around that phone. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was wild. And at that point, I'm like, all right, well, they're they're essentially calling this other podcaster out, saying that he's a charlatan. He's making stuff up. And I'm like, well, we can, we can pull the episode. If, if everything that went on that episode is false, we can pull the episode. And they responded back. We appreciate your honorable willingness to reprimand yourself. Egress Industries admires your broadcast and will remember hollow sky when the selection process begins. We would request that if you were to take action rather than destroy something false, create something truthful. And I'm like, well, all right. So where do we go from there? Um, from that point, we are just about to go on to Tony Merkel's show, Confessionals, mm-hmm. to talk about the experience that we're having. So I, I put it forth. Uh, we're getting ready to go on an exponentially bigger show to put, the, put this whole thing out there. Is there anything that you would like for us to convey about Egress Industries? You know, we can be a mouthpiece. Whatever, whatever you want us to put out there, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. And I had asked about the selection process because they, they talk about the selection process and being chosen and um, all this other weird shit. Like if, if they find a level of trust, if Egress finds a level of trust in you, you'll be chosen to move on to the next step, which at this point, like my brain is saying, this sounds like an ARG, an alternate reality game. Like you got the step process, you got a mysterious flyer, all this shit. But looking back on that now, if it was, where's any evidence of it? There's no forums online. There's no more Reddit posts. Like most ARGs, there's a whole trail of shit. People trying to figure stuff out, going about it, trying to put the next clue together. But this just dead stops. Yeah, and on top of that, like when me and Steve were trying to figure out which avenue to pursue, we went down everything, everything we could possibly think of. And I remember one of the things I, I, cause Steve at first he, I don't know if it was just subconsciously or maybe he was just telling me to, to kind of ease my mind a little bit, but he was like, I'm feeling super ARG here. Like, I I feel like this could be the answer, Kyle. And I'm like, all right, bro. But, uh, like, I don't know much about ARGs, but one thing I do know is that they only at this point, and almost throughout the experience, they almost never contact us. We have to contact them to gain some type of response. And they never officially point us in any direction 
at all either. They just kind of they're like, it's you, like it's all you guys. And I'm like, that's not very helpful for an ARG in my opinion. Cause they're not, they're not helping me figure out anything. Yeah. There's, there's no clues to figure out. Yeah. Steve's like, shit, that's kind of a good point. Sounds like they're trying to keep you on the back burner where, you know, you're still interested in keeping up on it, but they have like a, like a bigger plan. Or even if it is that maybe it's something that hasn't fully like developed yet. And they're kind of just like getting the gears rolling, you know, but I don't know. It sounds, sounds to me more like it's uh, I don't know, some kind of, some kind of government connection personally. Yeah, or some of the first type of organization like that, even if it's like a separate shadow company, you know, that's doing their own kind of thing. Some of the first like interaction I had with them, they said, because I asked them, what is what is Egress Industries? Let me let me know like what I'm dealing with here. And they said, Egress Industries holds selections at certain times. If participants exceed our expectations, they may be asked to join our team. We're currently not accepting or selecting. Egress Industries is in search of interesting occurrences to research and understand. We are just a curious team. So we're running through all, all of the possibilities of what this could be. I'm like, man, is it, is it a startup podcast? You know, Because what better way to get a whole bunch of weird-ass stories than put this flyer out there and have people call and leave messages on, on a voicemail? Just boom, 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 boom. So we looked at that. Couldn't find anything holding any water to that. Um, what, what year did this start like happening exactly? Um, ours was 2020. We uh, there's a, a year right there. Oh yeah, yeah. 2020, probably the fall of 20. Still relatively fresh and new. Yeah. So I'm I'm keeping my ears open to see if anything comes out, but I just can't. Haven't found anything to substantiate that it might be a podcast or a YouTube channel or something of that nature trying to start off gathering all this information. Uh, they also said, we appreciate ongoing communication as long as there are experiences that you're willing to report. If you reach a higher level of trust with the Egress Industries, we may become able to share otherwise classified information for your own discretion. So I'm like, what kind of classified information do they have? You know, and so I'm, I'm trying to keep in good graces with them, trying to keep the communication going, trying to stay on their good side because like, I'm trying to get to the next level of this thing. Like I'm fully invested at this point. I don't didn't care if it was a government agency. Like I, I had to know, like I, it, it got to a point of like obsession with me to where I was texting them all the time and like trying to get more information out of them, trying this and trying that. And after we went on the other podcast, things started getting kind of uh, muddy, so to speak with them. This was after that one guy was saying your location and everything? Yes. Because I, I was asking about the selection information and they hit me back with, at this time we're prohibited to providing certain information as it may interfere with the selection progress or process as well as potentially endangering Egress Industries. We ask, that you, we ask you to transmit your current perception regarding the fraudulent theatrical performance of said podcaster as of your last broadcast we have no qualms with theories but with purposeful deceit failure to fulfill our wishes will lead to a respectful understanding and they straight up name him too yeah they they use his whole name like it's crazy how much i have forgotten of what exactly they say per word yeah they said failure to fulfill our wishes will lead to a respectful respectful understanding felt by egress industries so it didn't really hit me at the time, but they're essentially asking us to call out this other podcaster. And 
Is this guy still podcasting? You ain't got to say I any names so. or anything. But... I think so. Yes, I think so. I um, and it's and almost almost like this was after I said that we were going to go on a bigger platform. Almost like they wanted us to do it on on Tony's show. Yeah, like call him out on a big. And I'm like, that's nobody wants to believe anything yeah. he says, kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm like, gonna happen. First off, mm-hmm. like. Like we we don't have any reason to trust you any more than we trust him. And secondly, like that's that's just not the kind of people we are. Like we're not we're not trying to stir up any drama. We're not trying to butt heads with anybody. We're just doing our own thing, staying in our own lane, enjoying the process. And we're not gonna we're not gonna even move forward with that. At that point, it's almost as if that was a test. Like they wanted to see how far they could push us, what we would do for them. And when we stopped. It's almost like communication just drained. I asked him about the selection process a little bit more. And essentially it got to the point to where responding uh, with responses that I'd already got. I asked them how I would know if I was communicating with someone from Egress Industries. And they said, this number is a direct contact line. And they said, if we meet anybody in person, they will have a badge. That's another reason I'd say it's probably sounds like some kind of government agency or some like solo company that's doing their own work kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So like, so weird. And, um, I, so I'm like, well, how, how do you know if you've been selected for the next, the next step? And they're like, if you're selected, you'll know. And I was like, well, all right, that's kind of vague, but whatever. And then at that point, pretty much all of the correspondence just stopped. They responded. The last thing they said to me was the very first message they ever sent me. Egress Industries is looking for strange experiences. And from there on, they never, ever responded back to us. So it's almost like once we stood our ground, we're like, no, we're not going to, we're not going to essentially do what you are trying to push us to do. They're like, we, they just ghosted us. And that drives me crazy to this day. It was to the point, like, I still call the number like probably once a week just to see if the voicemail is still up, see if I can still leave messages. I'll still text the number sometimes from the burner phone. Like, yo, still here, you know, give me something. And they just, they, it's just nothing. Have they um, uh, reached out to anybody that you guys have talked to the story about or anything that you've heard of? Yeah. Yes. Once we, uh, once we went on Tony's show, it kind of broke wide open. We had people all over calling the number we had other podcasters looking into it. Um, I had one podcaster that had a pretty good correspondence with them, but it was it it almost had nothing to do with the same correspondence that we had. It was asking her about um, the blue curtain, ask and how the blue curtain like the blue curtain in in like a, the forest, which I'm trying to look into. I don't even know what that pertains to because she reached out to me and she's like do you know anything about the blue curtain like in regards to being in the forest and stuff and i'm like i have no idea do you know how it was worded past that uh i do not i reached out to her and i'm like did you save all of your correspondence with the egress because i was going to try to gather it all together and see if the way that they interacted with us was similar to how they interacted with everybody else or if everybody was treated differently because that would lead credence to the original other podcaster who they were corresponding with not linking up to the way they were corresponding with us if they treated everyone differently 
then that would that would kind of lead more credence to it. Um, also, about the time that he asked us to, that he told us he was separating himself from the whole situation, he had sent me a message, and he's like, "I want you guys to be 100% honest with me." He goes, "Are you fucking with me?" And I'm like, "No, dude, like, I, I don't even know what you're talking about." And then he's like, "I just checked my local Facebook community page for my town." And he goes, I've got flyers being posted in my town. This is Tony? No, 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 no. This is the, the original podcaster that we spoke, the reach out to us. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. He says, I got flyers posted in my town. And I'm like, holy shit. That's, that's too close for comfort. And I'm like, and, and no, we, we aren't the ones doing it because we live a time zone away. And that seems like an awful lot of work to push a story. Yeah, but from that point, that's that's where he drew the line. He's like, I don't want any part of it anymore. He's like, too. I don't know if something else happened that essentially turned him off from it, scared him away from it, or whatever. But at that point, he's he's like, just don't use my name anymore. I just want to be wash my hands of it. I'm like, okay, we can respect that. We already have your interviews out, so we can't pull that. But from here on, you you are part of the story, but we don't have to be specific about it. And I was like, man, if they're putting flyers up in his town, they probably know where we're at. So it was, I don't know, it was, it was weird. And then for them to just drop everything all at once and not respond to anyone, because a lot of people in our discord had reached out um, to them, had a little bit of response with the egress. And then just all of a sudden it was just done and just end no response at all. You think it's like a MK Ultra type situation where as soon as people were aware of it, they kind of they're still doing it, but they hopped onto a new name and a new new hundred percent like, plausible. Yeah, yeah, I, I wondered that because because it's like once once we went on Tony's show, it fell on thousands more ears than it ever did on our show. It was it was a pretty big deal, and I wonder if maybe putting it out there that much either overwhelmed them or it wasn't the exposure that they wanted at that point. Because like, if, again, if you have an ARG out and you want to, you want to get it exposed to the masses, putting one flyer on one electrical box in one city is not a good way to kind of get things rolling, you know, because I've never seen any other flyers posted outside of the ones that were posted at the other podcasters hometown which at this point we're still questioning it. We're like, did he go and post the, did he go and print these off and just put them up to like embellish the story? And we're questioning every, everything at that point. So I don't know, man, I even reached out to the person who initially saw the flyer and I asked him, I'm like, did you, did you pull the flyer? And he's like, no, I just left it where it was. Uh, somebody else in the Reddit thread had went and taken the flyer. They lived close to the community. They went, they found it, they took it. So I reached out to them. I'm like, do you still have the flyer? I'm like, because I'll pay for postage if you want to send it to us. See if we can pull some fingerprints off this thing, you know, do something. Just give us some inkling of, of information that we could run with. And by that point, he had already gotten rid of the flyer. And it seems like all this, all this evidence we could have had just kind of just burnt away. And people in our Discord were calling it. And like I said, they had a little bit of interaction, but nothing to the point where it gave us any information. Thank you for calling Aggressive Industries. Your call is very valuable to us. 
We apologize as we currently do not have any available operators at this time. Please leave a detailed message after the tone. Our connections department may try to contact you or select you. Do not be alarmed. Thank you. Um, another odd thing is when you called the number, initially the voicemail responded with, they were talking about their uh, representatives. Then the voicemail changed. The only thing that changed in the voicemail was the word representative was changed to the word, word agents. So I'm like, well, that's weird. You know, are they, are they playing into it a little bit too? Or was that purposeful? It'd be like, that I, don't, I don't know what the concept. They started trying to change all everything so that you guys would be thrown off the step and they're probably still operating, but just under a different name. Could it could be if you call the number, they still refer to themselves as Eagerst Industries on the voicemail. But that is that's not to say that there isn't a new number out there doing the same shit under a different name. Have you and guys Mola, ever seen like your symbol you... or anything? No, no, no. The I'm only, curious the if you only break direct it apart. contact we had from them was was from text messages and we never got we never got anything like that the voicemail is bizarre it's got it's got an english accent i know people were trying to narrow it down in the discord i can't remember exactly where they thought the accent was from but some people thought it changed after they uh changed their wording from representative to agent but i couldn't really hear it we'll we'll send you a link or we'll send you a sound file of the uh voicemail if you want to plug it into the show. Oh yeah. I'm super interested. I've been digging into this since I started hearing this story from you guys. And like you guys are talking on Mark's podcast, I've been trying to look for it on the internet and I can't find one piece of information about this place. It, 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 it's, nothing. it's terrible. Like you look for it and it's all, it's all linked back to our show or to Tony's show. And it's, it's, it's like, there was nothing before it started and now there's nothing to chase it down. Every, every possible link I look for is just a dead end. Yeah. And then during this time, the hunt for egress uh we did you tell them about the twitter user and the reddit user that oh, no. more or less both said we were close to the truth but we overlooked something or we just missed something but both of them two different platforms times complete utterly completely different messages as well because there's no way that they would have been linked in my opinion but they both said, virtually said we were close to finding it, just we missed something. And then nobody would, we tried, Steve tried, because they messaged Steve on Twitter, and he's like, hey, let's talk about it. And then they basically almost ghosted you for, yeah. you know, more or less. And then you tried getting a hold of the Redditor, and I don't think they ever responded either, did they? No. I don't know if it was some big mass campaign put together, but we did, we had a Twitter profile that was created, and it started reaching out to us using the term egress they didn't mention egress industries but they put egress in quotes leaving us all this whole number stream so exit it could be i don't remember pretty but sure it was exit it was it was in reference it was in reference to yeah 100 left us all these number strings they also were correspond trying to correspond and get the attention of a another youtuber which was weird because we don't have any affiliation with this other youtuber and then as soon as I started responding with them, they gave me a date of, what was it? 4-19-2021. And they said that they have 24 hours left and then there won't be any more correspondence. And as they said, that avenue shut down. 
then we had a redditor respond i found that said that um essentially this whole egress thing was a test we were being tested for our loyalty to egress and that's what kind of got the wheels turning like maybe they wanted us to call this other podcaster out and kind of almost inciting us butting heads with the other podcaster which seemed to be kind of a loyalty test now that i look back at it sure which i don't know why because we were nobody we're both smaller smaller content creators and it's like some sort of weird power move i don't know it's still like i said it still just eats away at my brain i still call the number probably once a week once every two weeks just to see if it's still up see if something changed i record it to see if any of the words have changed and shit like it's just eats away at me I mean, even if you're uh, not a huge podcaster, there's just like a way that you can get people to listen to your words. So I'm almost curious if they were interested in your ability to get people to listen to you. It could, um, it could be like, like that whole rift jewel anchor right off the rip. I'm like, what is, what does that even mean? Like, what, what is that? I'm kind of curious about the, uh, the curtain in the woods. I feel like that was almost like a clue trying to like tell you like a location almost. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting from that. Yeah. I, cause I, I had reached, she told she told me that she was in correspondence with them thinking about doing a show on the matter and she's like do you know anything about the blue curtain and i'm like man and that got me digging into it and the only thing i could find about blue curtain is like the 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 unwritten cop law where you don't like talk about other cops you know that that's referred to as the blue curtain but that has nothing to do with like the forest or anything of that nature so i couldn't find anything about it like a blue, a blue curtain could almost mean like a green screen. Like what if they're trying to say that there's a place hidden in the woods behind some type of like a green screen, so to speak. Like that, that That's kind of the vibe I'm getting from it. Cause when I hear that I'm thinking of yeah, I more green screens. It was blue screen. So I'm curious if they're like making a reference to that. I hope. I, yeah, me too. I didn't even think about that. But God, I hope. Damn. Especially if they're and, talking about interdimensional <laughs> rifts and stuff like that. I mean, like they could be on some whole other level. They could be saying like, you know, there's a green curtain in the woods saying that like there's a place hidden in the woods that nobody can find. Can you find it? Almost like another test trying to say, come find us. And there's all the mysterious uh, stairways in the middle of the woods. I, when they said, when she said blue curtain, it made me think of, it made me think of like the veil, a veil, yeah, veil that's, being pulled, that's where my pulled brain back. Is. And so I'm like, man, I don't have any idea. So I dug, dug into that a little bit and I couldn't find anything on that. And I guess, Last time I talked to her, her correspondence just trickled out as well, but she didn't keep any of the text messages because, like I said, I wanted to gather them all up and just compile as much information as I could to see if things lined up, see if I could find out anything. But at this point, we cannot get a response back. No matter what we do, call in, leave another fucking weird voicemail from a personal, like a call it from my personal number. I just can't get anything back. I've texted it several times and have gotten nothing. Because that's like at this point in in my paranormal podcast history, that is my holy grail at this point. I need to figure out what Egress Industries is. Give me, give me a goddamn address, and I'll go to the door. Like I'll go knock on it and just be like, "Give me something, you know. Just let me give me some closure, at least, at the very least." The thing that I'm thinking now is maybe there is other podcasters involved and the reason they hopped off at you guys is because they found somebody else that was interested in doing it. So that being said, I'm kind of curious if there's honestly podcasters involved in this community that might be involved with them 
that are actually throwing out these false flags that throw people away from the story where you guys are pulling people to the story and there could be other podcasters that are purposely not talking about the story because they're fully involved and they're trying to throw the trail off and they might be throwing out other weird information to throw other people off even more so. We, we kind, we kind of <laughs> thought that at the beginning. I, I didn't know if you were going to go there. Yeah, well, I, I won't go into specifics, but we kind of thought that at the beginning because there were, there were some other podcasts that were kind not totally delving into Egress exactly, but things sort of relatively similar, but it never really amounted to anything. And that, that, is, that is weird that you said that because once we went on Tony's show, Tony was like hyped. He was stoked. He's like, I hope they contact me. I hope, I hope they get at me. I hope it goes somewhere. I hope we can, we can just keep pushing forward with this. And like, cause they were, they were paying attention every time we dropped shit on them. They had to, that's the only way they would have known our name unless they straight hacked into our stuff. But it's like, every time we dropped a show, they were relevant on the show about them. You know what I mean? Like, cause they would kind of reference parts of that show. So you're like, okay, well they're, they know when we're releasing shit about them. They definitely are paying attention. Yeah. And that's Which, what we told Tony and we're like, dude, it's, it's very possible that they're at the very least going to know we're hooking up with you. They're going to know. Which again leads back to it being so strange that they knew who we were at a point where we were still just like, like I said, I can't stress it enough. We were a minimal broadcast. We were not Nothing. reaching, not reaching very many years at that point. No. Cause that was before we went on the confessionals and like, I just, so they might be interested in your ability to speak. Some people just can't do it and get a crowd to listen. Other people, you know, it may not be a big crowd, but everybody in that crowd's full on listening to that person and fully believes everything they say, you know, a yeah. pretty fucking valuable point. Cause I mean, I, I'm not trying to, don't take this like I'm tooting my own horn. But like one of the things that my wife always says about me and Steve, she's like, I could sit there and listen to you guys talk about nothing and be fascinated by it. Just the way that you guys are able to communicate with each other draws me into that conversation. So it's kind of weird that you specifically yeah. almost use the same phrase that she uses. It's kind of bizarre. You know, what's funny too, is I was talking to Juan a couple of podcasts ago and he was saying uh, pretty much like we're almost in a way like word alchemists that we can change people's perspective of reality with our words. So it, it's, I mean, if you really think about it on the grand scale, that's, that's a pretty big power to have. Like there could oh, be people sure. listening to this right now. We can completely change their perspective of reality, you know? Absolutely. It, it is. It's wild. It's, it's when you, when you say it like that, it is, it is powerful. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I, and I don't think that <laughs> me and Steve don't really comprehend it on that level. I don't, I don't think many of us do. I think, you know, a lot of us do this because we enjoy it. We, we enjoy the fringe topics, you know, cause that's one I, I love. That's why I love what me and Steve do because it's like a, it's a break from society and reality. You get to like this, these are the topics that literally you're, you're, there isn't even a box for me. There's not a box to even begin with. Like your brain can just go in any direction and that's what makes it fun. And once you start going, you realize all this stuff's weirdly connected in weird ways too. So it's like a grand scheme Bro. universe. That's all these different topics, but they all come back to the same point, you know? Yeah. Oh dude. Like <laughs> I've represented <laughs> countless times on the show. Like, like it's, it's bizarre. And that's why like, there's times where I felt like me and Steve were being guided because it, and it's exactly what you're saying. And I may fuck up what I'm trying to say here, but like it, like you're saying, if you, didn't cover this topic at this point 
you know, I wouldn't have been able to reference it in this future case. Like, like there's little stepping stones all over the place. And if you pay attention close enough, like you're saying you find that there are these subtle connections between everything. And even in, even in everyday life, you're walking. Cause like I was telling Steve, we were working hard in discord for egress. There was a group of us just hammering it. And one guy fell on a set of books, but here I am. I've, I've completely did unplugged from egress for the weekend. I start watching a Joe Rogan episode. Well, who's on Joe Rogan, Robert Bigelow. What's his new obsession? Cause we all know Robert Bigelow. He at one point owned Skinwalker ranch and was heavily researching Skinwalker ranch. So this dude obviously has the resources to pull something of egress scale, so to speak. Well, his new obsession is consciousness and life after death. And I'm like, like I was telling Steve, I'm like, I'm not saying it's Robert Bigelow, but I'm like, what are the fucking odds that I could, I unplug from egress this weekend. I throw on Joe Rogan on the TV. I'm like, Oh cool. Robert Bigelow's on. He's probably going to talk about skinwalker ranch and no, no straight curveball starts talking about consciousness and life after death. And I'm like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? He could, he could be even be involved in that's what I was saying with these podcasters and stuff. Absolutely. There's a lot of like red flags thrown out where I guarantee you there's at least minimum, like 15, 20% of this community that's solely here to throw people off of the real track. Oh, I could, I could, I could see that. Isn't that terrible? I've already heard Isn't that fucking terrible. I've can't heard, even trust your own community. It's kind of, kind of messed up, you know, I've heard from a good source that they've been approached by select agencies to start providing disinformation. It's so, and I trust this source. It's so terrible. Dude, it's so all over the news. Terrible. People don't want to believe it. It's, it's literally like they'll take somebody's speech and they'll take a little piece of it and then they'll use that to manipulate everybody, you know? Oh, bro, yeah. Bro, and that's like going back to what you said earlier about like being word alchemist. Like I have like nonchalantly said the same shit. Like, like uh, I, I pay attention to people's body language. I pay attention to the words they use and how they use them and the tones behind them because that's a direct representation of who you are. So a lot of times I, I get a very solid feel of who you are by just the words that you choose to speak with and in the manner and the tone and the body language. Cause that'd be times Steve would be talking to somebody. I'm like, fuck that dude. I'm like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It, you mentioned that. that. It's, it's something I've noticed with everybody in this community that we seem to all be overly observant people where we yeah. can hands down instantly tell if somebody's lying to us, we can meet somebody for the very first time. And we all trust our gut that if something feels weird with that person, we know not to trust them. Like, yeah. And that's why I go back to maybe we're like a special type of people that they're interested Bro, in. Maybe I mean, they wanted fucking... you to go on Tony's show so that they could project their message so that they could recruit this huge group of people that they're trying to actually go for. And they're almost using you guys as a stepping stone. And that's why they weren't quite giving you the information because they wanted you to get to this point to release all their stuff so that they have all these people coming in and they can uh, branch their view out way, way bigger than it than what they had yeah. before, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I have... they, they've uh, uh, real quick. They fucked up. They fucked up. Because me and Steve are not gonna let it go. <laughs> like you may have your your intentions for us may have been a stepping stone, but just like with the DC number, it may take us a year, it might take us 10 years, but we ain't gonna let it go. We ain't gonna let it go. It ain't and I'm gonna invested happen. in this stuff too. I'm more than happy to try to figure out all this stuff with you guys. I'm I'm really honestly need. hoping they message me because I, I really want to try to figure out some of this stuff too. I'll uh... 
if you hit me uh either through your email or if you've got a text message or a text number i'll send you the flyer if you want to start fucking with it oh yeah for sure i definitely if, do I, I don't post it publicly because of the number because since we don't know what it is i don't want anybody getting in over their head but i'll i feel like you're you're conscious enough you can you can handle your shit so and I'm honestly curious about this too, because I was talking on uh, to Mark on his podcast. As a kid, I used to do this weird thing where I'd fall asleep and wake up and see myself sleeping, and that was yeah. kind of what drew me into this community. Was me knowing there there was something else. So now, like <clears throat> me saying that on Mark's podcast, if they're watching you guys and they start following everybody, I'm honestly curious if they would try to hit me up all on possible. my own, see if they're it's interested possible. in me. Yeah, I hope Bro. I hope so. We we like any any kind of information at this point. Like they haven't we haven't had communication with them since i think it was january of last year it was just this small like three month window where it was just bang 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 yeah. bang and then after we refused to essentially call out this fellow podcaster they're like nope we're done and that was, so that was another... somebody else that was more than happy to do it and they're just trying to push to see how far they could get you guys to go and i guarantee yeah. there's a lot of weak-minded podcasters out here that are like oh i want to get involved and they'd be more than happy to throw anybody under the bus to get more information you know yeah, and in the beginning, I, you know, me and Steve made a conscious a, a opinion or a decision to to kind of keep, you know, we went with Tony, we went to Tony with the story. We had a lot of opportunities to go to other people, but at the time we were kind of like we were so confused and bombarded with everything. We didn't we didn't necessarily want to involve a ton of people and give a ton of people the ability to manipulate where we're where we're kind of trying to drive so to speak yeah you know but now we're to a point where it's like all right throw them at us we need like it's it's great that like you you're willing to be invested in this and i'm not saying like devote your life to it but if you stumble across these clues or, or maybe you start getting messages then we open up the chain again we're like all right boys we got some new leads we're open we're re we're reopening the file it's time for everybody to start going hard in the paint you know because at that time me and steve we thought about things we thought about as much as we possibly could, but the more we're in this world, the more comfortable we get, the more tactical we get, so to speak, like, okay, we need to do this now. Or, you know, we, we start to see the chessboard and able to manipulate the pieces to, to our ability, so to speak. There was a couple of weird things that I noticed in the description too, that I was kind of curious about. They said something about caverns and uh, I don't know if you guys stay up with Tony Merkel, but uh, he was telling a story on a couple other podcasts about this guy that uh, basically would go to another place and something would come into his body. Yeah. And there was a whole obsession with caverns and people saying that they're related to this story where they would do this and they'd be in like a cavern and be walking around underground and they'd go into like throne rooms and stuff like that. So I'm wondering if that connects to that somehow and if the whole voices in your head type thing isn't necessarily <clears throat> a schizophrenia type thing, but uh, I feel like I've heard from a lot of people that do these kinds of things that there's entities around us and they can hear them at certain times. So I'm kind of curious if it's not so much like a call to like schizophrenic people, but if they're specifically looking for people that can like dream travel and, um, <clears throat> you know, have these kind of like weird connections and stuff. Cause the cavern thing is what stuck out to me the most is that most people that have had these experiences talk about seeing caverns in them. Me personally, I have not seen any kind of caverns. I only saw, you know, around my house. And the only one weird place that I ever went to was best way to describe it it was like the middle of space and there was it was like inside of like a purple galaxy but it wasn't like a ground or anything i was just kind of floating within that and i saw just that as a teenager up. and then later on in up. life i had this weird dream um when i 
we, uh, my, my, my girl and I were trying to have a kid and we, it, they didn't end up making it. So I had went through a hard time and, um, basically I had this dream and I was in that same place and there was a little kid that was probably about mm, six or seven or so somewhere in that area. And, uh, he basically said that wasn't the right vessel for me. I'll see you on the next one. So having that connection as, as a kid, I'm waiting till my, not my now son that we ended up having soon after that is around that age. And if that's the exact face, cause I remember it extremely vividly then I'm going to even more so question these types of things. Bro, I'm telling you right now, that's, that's right out of project center lane. Like what you just described is what they were trying to achieve in project center lane. So that's why I'm curious if these guys are going to try to contact me. Cause I want to, I'm fully invested in trying to figure this stuff out. I mean, I, I don't want to like push it to the point where they think that I'm, you know, trying to like be onto them in a sense, but like, I definitely like, I'm, I want to figure this stuff out and I want to figure it out with you guys. And if you guys get any information, I'd be more than happy to hear it. And we can yeah. bounce ideas back. Cause you know, for sure, multiple brains thinking different ways. You could probably figure out some more pieces of this puzzle. Absolutely. 100%. One of one of the first theories that really popped into my head was, was that it did, it did kind of touch on almost schizophrenic, uh, symptoms and stuff in in the flyer so i'm like what if what if this is some sort of like weird gang stalking shit that's going on in that specific uh cul-de-sac or in that specific subdivision like this was put up directed at one single solitary person that's supposed to find that flyer and it just kind of breed into this whole this whole gang stalking thing where they're trying to like gaslight them to think that they're crazy and shit but somebody on reddit just stumbled upon it then once we started responding, they're like, man, maybe we could we can manipulate a whole bunch of people at this point. And then just kind of ran with it till it got to the point to where it was just so out of their hands, they just shut it down. It could have been Another one thing, thing too, where they're going after one person. And then as soon as they started, you guys started putting the story out, they realized there's a lot more people like that. So then they let it run with it just so that they could have access to all these people where they're after one specific target. And then it kind of turned into a broader range when they realized there's a lot more of these kind of people out there. Yeah, that 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 definitely crossed my mind. I'm like, what if this was just meant for a single solitary target, and we we've just blown it up exponentially? And on on that track, but kind of kind of further off, it also crossed my mind. Like, what if this was some sort of like mimetic virus that they put out there? They wanted they wanted that recording to hit as many people as possible. And here we go. We get it. We put it on our show. We put it on the other podcaster show. We put it on Tony's show, which blows it out of the water. He's he's got tens See, of thousands of listeners. If they're a secret organization too, they're never going to do that kind of footwork on their own. I mean, they, they could have been purposely placed for you guys for even so that you guys would spread it out. Because if they were the ones doing it, it would be way more suspicious than if there's podcasters talking about it. And yeah. then they're accessing that community of people that already are in that thought wave where there's a lot of people that that exactly describes. And those are the people that listen to these podcasts. So like, could have all exactly. been intentionally planned even for you guys. Yeah, because I said, look, look at that flyer. I'm like, look at that flyer. Anybody that listens or or participates in any of the 40N or the paranormal world has had some sort of, of, of experience that lines up with some of the shit on this flyer. Not all of it, but a little bit of it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, that just sparks your intrigue enough to where you're like, holy shit, what are these guys into? And here then here we went and just kind of blasted it all over the internet and all over the podcast airwaves. So I don't know if it got got to a point where it hit enough ears. There's enough people like promoting enough energy toward it to where it took it to that next level, that next phase. And we weren't needed anymore. I don't know. So just to be a pawn in the grand or in the big game, you know, I know. And that's, that's the worst feeling that you were just a cog in the wheel. You're like, 
Like, I, I, I want to be more important than that. Like, like we're the ones to help you guys take off. And then you just, <laughs> you just ghosted us. We deserve better. Yeah. Just give me something. Do better, Egress. But maybe they, they started off the intention of using you guys like that. And then you guys started figuring out more than they thought you were going to. So then they had to throw you guys off the trail and didn't want you guys involved because they knew that you guys were interested in figuring out about them for, you know, this community, for example, you know, you guys weren't going to keep all the information to yourself necessarily, you know, committed, committed. That's why I said they done fucked up because it's not, I mean, not that we'll ever find them, but we're never going to not try. Like I said, I it's still, always I, there. I still call this stupid number. And that's, hey man, that's I say like, everything happens for a reason. You guys being on Mark's podcast recently and then coming on this one and talking about it, you know, it could, it could be the next, the next step in figuring out more about this information, you know? I, I, I agree hundred so. percent. I hope so. hundred percent. Like, I, and there's one, like, I remember I, I sat in on Tony's YouTube live thing and there was a <clears throat> somebody who asked, there was a caller who called and said, uh, and what's thing you, what's one thing you guys have learned from you know podcasting this that and the other and i didn't get the opportunity to say it but i i wanted to say and this goes for you like if you go and knock on the right door somebody's going to answer that door like it doesn't matter how big or small you are you knock on the right door and somebody's going to answer it you're just having a podcast it's like you scratch the surface of stuff and then once you start podcasting you realize that these things that you thought you understood the depth of, like you barely <laughs> even touched just in the Facts. small conversations I've had, man. It's just like, I've Facts. realized that this stuff is so much deeper than anybody could begin to explain. And that's why we all look crazy in this community is because we catch onto that and everybody on the same wavelength as us understands what we're saying, but it's like a normal person. They're just like, what the fuck is up with these guys? <laughs> Bro, there are times <laughs> where, so where like me and Steve are having a conversation. Like when we were talking about, when we were hunting egress real quick and I was just like, all right, Steve, got this weird shit going on. I need your opinion about it. Now I'm going to tell you this. And I'm going to tell you that I feel like I'm going insane. <laughs> I remember when, this conversation. I, when I explain this shit to you, like it is, it all makes perfect sense. But at the same time, just by acknowledging that the rational part of my brain goes, Kyle, you're fucking crazy. Stop. You're crazy. Funny story. Speaking of that, I, uh, you guys heard of the men that stare at goats. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, I go to watch that because obviously there's a lot of hidden information in that movie. And I start watching it and I'm looking at it and I realize that this whole movie, they intended to purposely put the facts, but they did it so drastically as a comedy that even me as a person that's into this community, I'm looking at it like, holy shit, these people look like they're insane. So it's like they're releasing information in like comedy skits so that people are looking at it like it's a joke and they're looking at, you know, George Clooney doing this trying to like you know change change reality and stuff and it's like it's not fully like that but you're making a joke out of it so now anybody that watches that movie is like oh you know you're just like the guys that stare at goats like you believe in all that telepathic stuff not understanding that there's actually a science to it it's not as crazy as they make it look in the movies you know and it's not some like professor professor x stuff where you can just like anybody can look at an object and just like smash it with their fort with you know their, their thought but Right. Just make it look so ridiculous that nobody wants to believe it. And they purposely will like put telekinesis and all that kind of stuff into these movies where there's all these other crazy ideas so that it gets grouped in with that. Like I'm a firm believer that the flat earth society was intended to be thrown into this community so that anybody that says they believe in aliens, the normal, normal people will just go, Oh, you're, you're one of those flat earthers too. Oh, aren't you? Every time, every time that's, that's, 
like like at work um i'm the conspiracy guy i'm the podcast guy and then they, that's the first thing they go to like what, what's your thoughts on flat earth and i'm like oh my god yeah i'm one of those people too right my family and everybody at my work does these things they call them shane rants where somebody will bring up a topic and I'll just blow up on it because it's like I, I I keep quiet as long as I can. And then somebody has to say something and I'm just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like pieces are too obvious. Like what are you doing here? Like the, like the Will Smith slap. Like no joke. Th- there's no doubt in my mind that that was intended to be a distraction from everybody and everybody's still oh. talking about it and they're like, you guys don't want to believe this is a distraction. You guys are still talking about it and every single celebrity, even ones that weren't even there, are still talking about it. Like if there's ever been a distraction, it's that. And the fact that Chris Rock went on stage the following night and I'm sorry, but if you get slapped that hard that you fall back, you're going to have a red print on your face. And if you're doing stand up in a club, like you're not going to be covering yourself in makeup and stuff. Like why wasn't there a mark if you really got hit that hard? Yeah, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. It's it's a like how? it's all a show yeah smoke what, and mirrors like i said what what even is this reality right now like like if it would have been anybody else like there, there would have been a fight there would have been so many so much backlash but he like he just walked up there hit another man in the face and walked off and sat down like how what what even is this like even after laughing at the initial joke and it wasn't even that serious so it's like i almost feel like that's in a way tar- like they've been targeting joe rogan for a hot minute and the whole freedom of speech concept so it's like I feel like they are purposely doing that so that people feel like they can't say things, even if it's a very, very oh, mild yeah. joke. So they're scaring people away from freedom of speech. And that's why, again, podcasting is so important is because this is like the last front. And that's why I want to get involved is because it's like I'm such a big advocate of freedom of speech that I figured that if I wasn't one of the people hopping on and doing this, like our, our, our rights are going to go away. Like, being honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Like oh, they've, been of- under, they've been under attack for a minute, like you're saying, just. If you if you pay attention, it's it's subtle, but it's there. It's all all over the place. How just in society with like everything transitioning now, it's like you can't even say anything like, you know, not even say anything offensive towards like trans people. But you can't even ask them a question without it turning into a whole thing of like, you can't say that. Like at work, for example, we had to do some training for, you know, sensitivity training. And uh, I just pointed out a question. They were like, if somebody calls somebody by the wrong pronoun, is it a um inappropriate but okay uh be illegal harassment or c um just something that should be you know gotten over or whatever and i was like well it can't be this answer and this answer because these this isn't right and uh there's one person at my work that's kind of involved in that community and she ended up getting offended by me just asking a question about the question nothing even offensive so it's like just little things like that people don't realize it but it's stripping away our complete freedom of speech that you can't even make jokes anymore like comedy's dead unless it's stand-up or podcast that's why everybody's on podcasts i used to stand up now you know yeah and it's setting it's setting such a shitty precedent now like especially especially for people who do who do live commentary for for comics and stuff like if, if that dude says something that you don't like are you just gonna go up there and punch him in the face yeah like People what were joking about that, that, but no joke. I started seeing videos on Facebook of people going up on stage with comedians doing it. Like, I feel like that was purposeful so that, again, it's stripping away freedom of speech and people don't yep. even realize it. They're looking at the big picture. Somebody got slapped, not even realizing that now there's this thing that people think it's acceptable to go on stage when you're pissed off at a comedian and voice your opinion rather than just being a normal person saying I'm offended by the joke and walking out and calling it a day, you know? Yeah, because nothing shuts people up faster than punching them in the face. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it boils down to. But they yeah. can never they can never fully control us if all of us are fighting. And that's that's the intention, you know, like the race thing's starting to gradually go away and they try to push it. But everybody's kind of just over the bullshit. So now they're starting this whole thing where it's like, I don't want to say normal society, but yeah, kind of like normal society versus like 
LGBTQTF, whatever the fuck it turns into now, society where there's just always got to be a battle, you know? Yeah, the, the, there, there's always every every time a line gets like erased or or mended, they just draw another one. They're like, yeah, like, we're we're gonna divide you this way. We're gonna divide you this way. We're gonna divide you this way. And it's it's just one after the other after the other after the other. And it's got to be done on purpose because I don't believe that most people in society are that fucking malicious or petty. Like I'm sorry, like I don't I don't care who you are. I don't care what you look like. I don't care. I don't care what you fucking wear. If you're nice to me, I'm going to be nice back. Like that's that's just like being a good person is not hard. It's not a hard thing to do. You know, it's morally the door open. You exactly that's what i mean like and it's just like and i don't think that it's as bad as everybody says it is because i go around trying to be the best version of myself and i I feel like most people do the same thing because what's more enjoyable being a fucking asshole every day or just being in a good mood and you you know there's a guy at the casey's gas station there in town new guy just started and that dude is fucking sunshine on a cloudy day he is so happy and so nice and it is such a pleasure to go in there and talk to that guy because he's just so chipper and he's like hey man how you doing today and i'm like i'm doing good he's like that's awesome and i'm like how are you doing he's like i'm doing great glad to be here and i'm just like you, you we need more people like you in the world like you make me smile you put me in a better mood yeah and and your attitude your attitude rubs off on people you know? absolutely the more oh, negative sure. you are, the more negativities you're going to pull in. The, the more positive you are, like like you said, just interacting, just having little pleasantries with that guy just kind of per- perked your day up. You yeah, know? it's nice. So just smiling at somebody or holding the door open can change somebody's entire perspective of the rest of their day. Yeah. They could have, they could be having a day where they are, they just hate everybody and all it takes is that one person opens the door and it like restores their faith in society, you know? Yeah. Yep, yeah. absolutely. It's not, it's not as bad as I think it is. I always say, be the change that you want facts yeah i just try to be like i said the best version of myself as much as as often as i can be we all have bad days that's a given but i just try to be a nice good person and it makes me happy you know to make to help other people and make them smile make their day a little bit better i don't know it just makes sense and it sucks too that no matter how far we progress into that there's always going to be this these malicious people that are always trying to push push these secret agendas and stuff and they're just trying to divide everybody even though nobody's really that mad at each other like even just as the trans situation yeah. like i have i have no issue specifically with trans people my issue is when there is a huge issue that pops up because of me asking a question and they make it so that everybody in that community instantly wants to be offended just by people asking a question but honestly like most people that aren't part of that community they don't ask the questions to be rude they just honestly want to understand because they don't understand and they just turn it into this whole battle that people feel like they should instantly be offended just because that topic gets brought up you know it's it's like they say to leave politics and religion away from the dinner table they're kind of adding that one in there but at the same time though if you talked about those topics they wouldn't be so taboo and then people would be able to actually have an educated conversation with each other and have different views and not hate each other because of it yeah like, this community's full of people with different views and we can all get oh, along yeah. and have a conversation about it. Yeah. Huge people, people facts get, there. People get so emotionally charged behind those things. It's like, like you said, you have to break the ice for it to even become a conversation because, because people are so, so one-sided on either side that they just get, they get so wound up in their head. They don't, they don't even want to hear what the other side has to say. It's just, it's just well, everybody's, automatically. Everybody's bent on being right. Defense and attack. Yeah. Yeah. 
everybody wants to be right. Everybody wants to be the new hero, so to speak. And, and instead it's just like, it's virtue dude, signaling. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. I just look at it. Like, do you man? Like, do you, I don't give a shit. I mean, whatever you want to do, that's fine. You don't have to like me. I don't have to like you, but it doesn't mean I have to go out of my way to be an asshole to you. I can still hold the door open for you, even though I'm like, eh, I'm not a huge fan of this guy, but I'm also not going to be an asshole. Like we do uh, it all the time whatever. at work. We deal with people that we don't like. I don't get why we can't do it within normal society, you know? Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. It really is. And I don't know, like just being positive is, is a huge. And just like when it comes to certain things, to these types of situations, the, my best advice for anyone is just do what you feel is right. doesn't matter what anybody else says. doesn't matter what anybody else does. You know, there are certain things in my life where the president of the United States could come to my front door and go, Kyle, you're going to do this. And I'm going to be like, nah, dude, I'm not like inside my soul. I feel that it's wrong. Therefore, there's not a person on this planet or off this planet that's going to make me do otherwise. I mean, that's what it comes down to, too. Even with like a lot of religions and stuff, like they start off with a good premise and then all it takes is one bad figurehead that learns that they can take power through that and they can manipulate people to do things that that little voice in the back of their head is telling them not to do because just because religion or you know a country is backed by it they assume it's okay it's almost like like i'm not against the military by any means but like you're people are think it's okay to go and kill other people that have families and all that kind of stuff just for the sake of their country and they don't even 99 of the time don't even realize what they're fully fighting for they think they're fighting for their freedom and that's what they tell them but like there's again way deeper concepts than they could ever understand like i was talking to a like a vietnam war vet and he full-blown adamantly says that during vietnam both sides were smuggling cocaine there wasn't realistically a war and the safest place was on the cocaine boats and both sides knew to never shoot the cocaine boats so i mean that's insane that is wild but i believe it oh yeah it's all revenue for all these secret organizations and stuff. They got to make their money somewhere. They can't just pull it from taxpayer dollars. Otherwise people will question it. That's why I like, yeah, I fully believe that heroin in the nineties was all a government ploy. I'm Crack sure. Back in the eighties, hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, me and Steve have talked about it, I, you know, on and off air. I'm like, dude, at this point, like in our studies and, and just everybody we've talked to, like, I wouldn't be surprised if all the world leaders will just say world leaders are all, on the same team, but they all sit there, you know, Hey, you know what? I'm running a little low on cash or we need to keep the, the American people. They're getting low. American people are getting a little disgruntled. We need something to distract them with. And then Putin's like, you know what? I'll just start a fucking war, a war. And we'll, we'll generate revenue that way. We'll cause chaos. We'll cause a distraction. Like, I feel like it's highly, at least highly possible that they all have this, this uh part to play in the grand scheme of the because they have they have meetings the rich people of the world have meetings on what direction the world should be going <laughs> like that's insane you know what i mean like that's fucking crazy that you you feel so privileged that you and your homies are gonna sit down and go all right guys i know i'm not the president of shit but i'm rich and I feel like we all need to decide the future of the planet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're going to start doing this every year. Or we're going to figure out where we're going to take this every year, year by year, 
figure out the direction that humanity is going to take. That's that's what I said in the Discord today. I'm like, so <laughs> pandemic's winding down. We've avoided World War Three. I'm like, what's what's going to be the next? Yeah. What's coming down the tunnel now? Aliens going to show up? What do we got? What do we got going on here? Going back onto that, I don't know if you guys followed like some of the Ukraine stuff, but it, um, I was into kind of listening from all different perspectives. So I used to listen to like Russian news about it, and I listened to like Chinese news, and almost every single country had a different narrative on what was happening. Oh, U.S. Yeah. is like sure. World War Three. Russia's like we're just trying to get our water and take care of the Nazis, and then China's like, well. They're just sitting there and they're not doing nothing. They're just sitting outside of the city waiting for something to happen. It's like all these different perspectives that they're just pushing it so that something happens. And then and that, just from that, I'm sitting back here saying it's almost like a TV show, man. All these people hate each other on screen. As soon as the cameras stop rolling, they're all shaking hands. They're best friends. Yep. Yeah, that, that's my favorite. That's that's like my favorite part of this whole World War Three bullshit is like it's like you got people on this side. They're like, we can't we can't trust the U.S government but we, we we can trust the russian government it's like how in the fuck does that make any sense you know like like you're you're just you're just choosing like which which one you want to get behind and then they're all lying sacks of shit you know it's like all day how 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 do you even get to that point where you're like i'm not i'm not, I'm not in this camp over here but i'm gonna fully trust what they got going on over there in their government camp it's like get out of that mindset it's just ridiculous man I always say you got to look for the center lines that it's like you hear three different stories from three different people. What's the similar aspect in all three of those stories? And more than likely, that's the thing you should start following. Don't believe all the stupid little side details of this person said this, this person said this, but follow just the thing that's similar between all the different stories or even just researching anything. You research anything and the information that you trust the most is the stuff that's the same through everything. Yeah. Without question. I mean, even going into like I mean, ancient just... cultures with that kind of stuff too, it's like, there's so much stuff that's constant between all these ancient traditions and cultures. And people are so determined to be into their religion that they're not looking at it from a farther back perspective that, yeah. okay, so every one of these places talks about these weird things coming from the sky. Every one of them refers to the, to these Anunnaki, all of them refer to uh, this. We're still trying to find what the missing link is. And all of these ancient people talk about how this civilization came and basically added their DNA with primates and created people. So it's like, you're looking at all the details. Normal people aren't seeing this, but you're just like, man, why did all of these people that didn't know each other and were in different corners of the world all have the same information? There must be something to that. And a lot of them built the same structures. Yeah. On top of that, I could have been the same place. Like, have you guys <laughs> seen, even, um, no, I think some of them Covenant? didn't, some of them didn't, some of them align. Like we all know the, the pyramids of Egypt align with like the Orion belt and everything. I think a couple other civilizations did that too. Didn't they? Yep, yeah. They're I, still finding more pyramids too. Right. Yeah. They started doing uh, some like, stone tracking type thing where they kind of they can fly over the like the Amazon and they can start trying to find like stone structures and they, they keep oh, finding even awesome, more man. shit. Like light, awesome. lidar and shit. They're they're finding yeah. all, all sorts of stuff. That's crazy. But I mean, like you like you were saying, like what are the odds that people across the globe without you know cell phones and internet all just magically have the same stories? Yeah. Even Same essentially structures. like ocean travel, like they don't even at, at yeah. that point, they don't even know if they had people crossing the oceans at that time. Like it's just and what what better way to keep that information hidden than than divide it up into religions and put those religions against each other, and then nobody's gonna connect the dots. Nobody even if the dots are connected, nobody's gonna believe it. Yeah. So it's there's a joke about a, uh like basically there's five different forms of yoga or whatever it was. And uh, pretty much like one of them's into this thing, one of them's into this, one of them's into this. And then they finally speak to like the grandmaster or whatever you want to call it. And uh, pretty much says like, all right, 
all of you guys had different pieces. Why don't you try putting them together? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah, it's just, I don't, and it's just weird because humanity has this, like, you hear Rogan talk about like this whole tribe mentality where we just, we just refuse to work with each other for whatever it just can. And it can be minimal. It could be no Steve. He's got pink shoes. Fuck that guy. Ain't, ain't doing it. Not doing it. And it's, that's just how petty the human race can be instead of just being like, you know what? Let's try it. I like the way you're thinking. What else do I have to lose? What else do I have going on? Let's just give her a shot. Problem is, sca- people are scared of anything are. that's different. That's like listening to these topics. That's true. People are scared to hear it because they're scared of anything that just doesn't fit the mainstream narrative that they grew up with. Yeah, they that's don't. True. They don't want to have to question anything they were raised with. They don't want to question their beliefs. They don't want to question what they were taught. They just want to. They just want to fall in line and go to their job, go to their come home to their family, go to bed, go to their job uh, until until they die. They, they don't. They don't. They won't want that's like a comfort zone they don't want to get out of that that's what i was gonna say they don't want to break the comfort zone and i say fuck that because after me and steve's experiences i mean like i now i go to work and i feel like my soul's dying dude right and the farther you get into this community it's so much harder to like just go to work because it's like oh, i want to invest all my bad. time into doing it this it's so worst. hard to be at work now that's what so I told bad. Kyle. I'm like, man, I just want to go hunt Bigfoot. I yeah. want to go ghost hunting. I want to, like, I need, the only thing I'm focused on is like proof of the paranormal and the 40 and the mysterious. Like, I just, I just want to get out there. I like, yeah, there's so much shit that I've got to know. And now that we're kind of getting to the point to where we're able to go out and, and search for different things, like that's, a, that's all I want to do. I mean, I'm sure it's on purpose too. Cause it's one of those things that if they, they take up all your time with going to work, doing this, watching sports, oh, yeah. whatever. Like anybody that's just sitting around would start coming up to the, on, with these conclusions on their own. But if you don't have time to even sit and even think, like you can't, you can't come up or figure out this kind of stuff. So it's just, it's a distraction to keep people busy. And I, I keep going back to this metaphor that it's like people like us would see two plus two and we go, that's four. Like no doubt in my mind, I see the evidence. It makes four where most people in society would go two plus two is five. Not because I'm putting the pieces together, but I've always been told that it's five. So I see the pieces, disregarding the pieces, it's five because that's what I was told. Yeah, I saw it on social media. So that yeah, that's got to be fact. Oh, dude, that's the fucking worst, too. It is the ultimate distractor. It is the worst. It, and it's yeah, that headline it thing, too, that people just read headlines and they'll form their opinion and write a headline. Like it's out of everybody that I talk to, it's like one in 10 people that I know actually click the article and read it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's probably worse than that. Like they're, they're just. It's like, yep, this, this fits the narrative I'm trying to prove. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to push. Great, Here we go. Send it. And it's like, you can have one story. You can word the title differently. And the story will be totally different than what the title says. But the title's not wrong. But the way they worded it created a totally different narrative yeah. than what was intended to, there to be in the first place. And it, it, in our in in our business here in the podcast world like social media is is the blessing and the curse because you you need it to network you need it to make contacts you need it to promote your show but on the flip side of that like it is so bad it it's is a cesspool it's such a just i say this all the time that the internet can be used for researching and getting into crazy things and you can learn like farther than you could ever learn in college thanks to the internet but the majority of people they're too interested in watching you know people prank each other like you know a cat falling off something that they they don't want to do any of this research they have all this information literally at their fingertips in their pocket all the time and instead of researching that that. they're just sitting there scrolling because you know this is what makes them feel good yep i always say that i'm like you have the answer to any question you could ever ever possibly ask at the tips of your fingers 
every day, every day in your phone. And you, you were just choosing to ignore it. It's so crazy to me. Like a hundred percent. Like it, like, but it's like what you were saying. And I've said it before in the past is just like, that's people's now that's what people like, how they relax, how they shut the, they quote unquote shut reality off because they, we they have, they have us living so fast where it's, you know, I get home from work, then I gotta, I gotta take care of the kids. I gotta help the kids do the homework. Then I gotta get dinner and then I gotta get baths and then I have to go to sleep. Then I have to get up and repeat, you know, and then they keep us living paycheck to paycheck on purpose. That way we can't ever break out of the machine. Oh yeah. And, and the algorithms like confirm your biases. So you're in there just reading yeah. the shit that you want to read. Yeah. And it just, it just further pushes your mind in, in those directions. And it, it's just like, man, if people would just shut it off for a month, they would or at least stuck. be aware of what's, what's happening. Like if, if they say something, they see these ads popping up, like, don't just be like, Oh, haha. Like, no, the fact that there's an ad popping up over something you said to somebody just proves and undoubtedly, like I said, two plus two equals four. They're listening to us. Cause what other reason would there be that this ad oh. just popped up when I was talking to my friend and my phone wasn't even near me. Somehow my friend's phone knows that I'm standing there, picks up what I said and then starts showing it on my newsfeed. Yeah. I've had, I've had times I, I, I shit you. You not. Oh, I've, I've had got times for you. I've thought of something, didn't say it out loud. I was sitting by myself, just thought it, didn't search it, didn't text it, didn't type it, nothing. And I'll be goddamned if in three minutes it didn't pop up on my feed. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on with this thing? On one of my last Patreon episodes, I was I just got a new MacBook laptop, and it's got the HDMI port. We'll have an old gaming monitor that I, you know, used to hook my Xbox up to. Well, I started, I was going to use that monitor as a secondary monitor for my MacBook. So I can have two, two screens to work with. And there, I can't even hardly say the name of the monitor. And I know for a fact that I didn't say it out loud. And I, I mean, I haven't thought of this monitor and I couldn't tell you how long. And lo and behold, I get it all set up and I'm like, man, this is badass. And I started scrolling through Instagram and there are ads for that monitor. It's same thing happened to me on TikTok. I was thinking about this rock band that I listened to. I love to listen to. I'm like, I wonder if they have like a TikTok page. Why did I then the thought just fleeted out of my mind? Didn't think about it. Uh, and I wasn't scrolling 10 minutes later and the lead singer's TikTok popped up on my fucking for you page as I'm flipping through it. I'm like, how in the, like, get out of my head. And that makes you question whether reality is exactly what we perceive it is because it's like how else would they be doing that maybe they know way more than we know like we're just looking at it from this perspective but like you see how subliminal even like old disney cartoons are all that kind of stuff and they're years past advanced in that if they're doing stuff that was like the voice of god that technology back then like there's no doubt in my mind i guarantee you they have things that they can basically like read people's minds with algorithms and all these computer guys they're into spiritual shit like i feel like they know way more than they show that they know, especially having that go much listen. of an understanding for technology. Like how the fuck does somebody just go, yep, let's put this cord in together and this cord. And then that's just going to create this. And then it'll connect to the internet. Like that doesn't seem like a normal thing that somebody would think of. I feel like there's, there's gotta be an outside source that's making these things exist. Like the human brain, I don't feel like is capable of creating these crazy fucking concepts without some type of other information coming in like even even tesla elon musk they all make references saying that like they don't feel like their ideas are theirs they just pop into their head so it's like oh, where that's, the fuck that's is this referencing coming from? stardust rants right there creativity yeah. humans don't even understand what creativity is and it's just go listen to tony merkel talk 
talk to the CEO of Randonautica. I was just going to say Randonautica is a prime example. He more or less confirms that they are, they are able to tap into the human consciousness. Elon Musk is about to make that chip. That means that if he's already in the process of making that chip, like I guarantee you they already had the technology worked out 10 years ago. Like they were making Hell shows yeah. about it. It's like a Black Mirror episode. And people don't realize that they stopped making Black Mirror because they got so close to reality they couldn't even stop anymore because all that <laughs> shit's pretty much happening at this point. Yeah. Give it a couple more years and you'll have the little bees and people will be hacking into them and taking out government officials, you know? Isn't that terrifying? It is. It's what insane. It's like life isn't even real anymore. Blessing and a curse with technology. And the fact that we're so far into uh, VR now, it's like the thing that I've, I frequently question is like, who's to say that we weren't so advanced that we put on a VR headset one day and we all like are inside of a VR headset and don't even realize it. Never that's, took that, it off. That's what I told Kyle. We were driving out to the Kansas City uh, Paranormal Convention. I'm like, dude, this this could all just like, I couldn't even be, I could just be a figment of your imagination right now. You you could have something going on, a VR headset, for example, and I'm not even real. And he's, he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like, what? How, how do we know it's not? I had this idea and I will admit that there was some psychedelics involved in this thought, but uh, like, what if back when headsets like VR headsets became super popular back in what, like 2013 or something like that, almost everybody and their brother put one on to try it. Like who's to say oh, that wasn't shit. when it started. We're just, we're just, stuck hey, I never put one on. Never have. Kyle's the only one outside of the box. I, shit, I don't have be- Facebook either. Never have had a Facebook. I'm out of here. It probably got you in some other way while you're sleeping. I'm sure the VR headset on your head. (laughs) Instagram got him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of cool stuff on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's kind of sad though. It's like, we're aware of the algorithms, but honestly, like sometimes we all still, you get caught up in it and you have to catch yourself. Absolutely. Getting me. Throw this out. Got to get that serotonin in. That's right. Keep scrolling. That's right. Cause they'll even start, you know, inheriting to us where they'll start throwing out all this. Like, did you know that this happened? And it's like, all right, well, it's a printed picture telling me a conspiracy. So, like, who the fuck made this? Yeah, I'm not going to start believing this until I look into it. Like, I feel like this was placed here. And a lot of it, I feel like, is just false flags to, you know, you start getting onto something, and then the government or whatever, the higher powers that, that, that are, you know, they, they throw something on your phone. You're like, maybe I was all wrong. Maybe this is the thing I need to chase after. Yeah. As soon as you start getting yeah. close, they just throw you in a whole other direction on some wild fucking goose chase that leads nowhere. That's like, exactly. I'm still exactly. a firm believer that Flat Earth was all just meant to just fuck with this whole community. <laughs> Or may, oh, yeah. maybe they threw that out and it's fact, and we're all just like, "Oh, that's bullshit." Yeah. And they even got it's going so hard that that's conspiracy guys are just like, "Yeah, no, flat Earth is bullshit, but it's actually it's just, the fucking <laughs> truth," you know? <laughs> it's just full circle, no pun intended. Yeah, like, like <laughs> but the, like then there's stupid people like me who look at that like flat Earth uh, sphere, and I just go, "So, like." Okay, if what what God, if, what God if it's give flat? A shit if it is flat. Yeah, like <laughs> what if it is flat? Like what is that like that for me? Okay. It doesn't change the plane that we're on and what we're doing here. That's what I'm saying. Like it it does that significantly change my life in any way shape or form? No. No, it doesn't. Unless you sell, sail off the edge, which I don't like water, therefore I'm not going to sail off the edge. True. True. See? I mean, <laughs> problem solved. Yeah, like it like I just I'm not saying that it is or it isn't. I just don't give a shit one way or the other, you know, <laughs> like I now listen to Eddie Bravo and Alex Jones and, and, uh, Sam Tripley talk about it. And it's compelling. Like it's fun to listen to for me, especially since they were talking like how there's uh, infinitely more land out there and this, that, and the other. So it's kind of like, Hey, that's cool. Like 
I enjoy listening to it. I really do. Do I entertain that it is flat? Uh, I, I don't know. Like I, I never been to space, so I can't tell you. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a big believer in like hollow earth. I don't know about flat earth myself, but I will say that I was one of those guys that at my uh, last job, I used to watch the NASA live feed from the space station all the time. And I noticed that more often than not, they would cut the feed and it would be a steady image and they would like let that sit for like 10 minutes and then it would like continue all of a sudden. Like there was constant stops and breaks in the feed that just made me question things. And the fact that you're watching the NASA live feed, it's coming from space. Why is this guy fucking pitch black and you still can't see any stars and even though there's no light pollution? Like, I believe there's something definitely bigger than this planet as far as like the universe goes. But for sure, flat Earth is kind of like hit or there. It's kind of kind of, you know, like I yeah, entertain like, the idea, but it's not something that like I would throw myself into. I'm more I more so believe in like a round Earth with like hollow Earth and oh, there's stuff that might be living within the tunnels of Earth, especially since they yeah. keep finding all these weird cities and shit that are hidden. For sure, yeah, for that, sure. that shit's wild in its own there. Yeah, like I, well, oh yeah, Eddie Bravo, I don't know if it's true or not, I haven't gotten time to look into it, but he's like, he's like, try to, try to look up uh, footage of the International Space Station being built. He's like, it doesn't exist. One day, it basically just appeared in the sky. The other weird part too is, I don't know if you guys keep seeing these other recent videos and stuff, but there's this guy that keeps pretty much saying like, yeah, we destroyed the technology to get to the moon. So we can't get that, yeah. but we're going for Mars. Like, okay, so you're telling yeah. me you can't get to someplace closer, but you're going for someplace farther. But the technology to get to both places would be the same type of technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, like it doesn't make, make any sense. And I, I don't know, I guess when it comes to Steve is usually like my scully. Like he usually grounds me out because I just I just hear stories like that, like like Eddie Bravo talk, talking about Flat Earth or like the possibility that the International Space Station is fake because there's no evidence of it whatsoever. Like I just get wrapped up in the story. I'm like, damn, it's kind of cool. Cool story. I enjoy hearing it, man. I really do. And then you get invested in it. And like, yeah, so you got to entertain the idea and chase usually... it at least a little bit to be able to like yeah. cipher yeah. back from fiction. Yeah. Like, I'll entertain any idea until I get more information on it. And then I'll make my opinion according to the information i have but if somebody comes at me yeah. tomorrow and says that like the sky is a piece of paper or some shit i'll go hmm, okay okay <laughs> interesting <laughs> yeah. let, let me hear more about this and then i'll make my decision yeah. here <laughs> yeah. it is like like i said like you don't you don't have to believe everything to be open-minded about shit so no. uh, and, and it like is I good said, to form your own conclusion some stories are just fucking fun you know like they just really are like like you know one of our prime examples would be our time traveler story it turned out to be bullshit but by God, when we were reading that story, we knew the odds. We knew the odds <laughs> that we were that were very, very slim. We were talking to a time traveler, but goddamn, if that story wasn't awesome to read and try to be a part of, it's fun. You know, turns out it was fake, and uh, we got duped, and it is what it is. You know, but it was still fun. It was still a part of our journey, and just I don't know. I mean, and I really, I really did want to be communicating with a time traveler. Oh so yeah, for I'm sure. Bummed, I still fully believe that kind of stuff's possible. It's just, yeah, it's just random people that just got to throw out stories to be able to, you know, talk on podcasts just because they want people to hear them talk. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that if time travel is a real thing, I hear these stories about people doing it in their sleep. And from my personal experience, like I'm not typically a very emotional guy, but I had this really weird, vivid dream once where I was pretty much the best way to describe it is dimension hopping where I was trying to find my, my girlfriend, but every single time I found her, she was not this, not her, like she was her, but like a different version of her. 
And it got to the point where I kept like waking up and it was repeating. So it's like, I didn't know if it was a dream. I didn't know what it was, but it was so vivid that it felt like it was more real than what was happening in front of me. And then I woke up for real, what I assume is real the last time. And like, I was literally crying from this dream because I like, she was next to me again. And I was like, no, I, you don't understand. Like I've been trying to find you for fucking hours and I could not find you. And I didn't know if I was going to come back. And I didn't even know if it was a dream because it was just so vivid. It didn't feel like a dream. And like, I felt things within it. And I mean, you know, I'm sure you can trick yourself to feel pain within a dream, but like, you know, if I bumped into something, like I felt it, like it was, it was the most ominous, weird feeling ever. Were you, were you in control of yourself when, when that was happening? Could you like move where you wanted to move and walk around and all that? Yeah, it was, it was like me in different planes trying to find her. And when I like came up to her and I started talking to her and realized it wasn't her, then I would like try to go like go away and try to like go to sleep somewhere, be it in a chair, whatever the hell. And then I'd like wake up and then I'd be in the next one. Do you, do you feel, me out. do you feel like you're back in the dimension you started in? I'll tell you this, which is kind of weird. I, the Mandela effect is kind of a weird thing. And it seems to I'm be that now. every single time there's a Mandela effect, I'm on the side of people saying that, oh no, that isn't the one. So it's like, I start to question this and, th- and it comes down to like CERN and stuff where they, they're doing like, there's clashing particles together. So I'm wondering if there's like a weird convergence between universes that is right in front of us and people aren't seeing it. Cause it's like, I, I see both people that are hellbound determined on both sides of this stuff. And it's just yep. so, so weird. Like curious George, I've, like he I've had a tail as far as I'm things. concerned. I remember having the books. I remember seeing the tail, like no doubt in my mind. And they're like, Oh, curious George never had a tail. Like the fuck you mean he never had a tail. <laughs> Like, I remember seeing this shit when I was a kid. I watched the cartoon regularly. I know what fucking he, I know what he looked like. <laughs> I keep I keep looking in looking into stories and shit, and like the 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 most asinine things will be different, and and it just throws these whole people's reality off. Like this one this this one guy woke up, and he he had a dog. I don't remember the breed, but when he woke up, the dog that was his pet was a different breed of dog. His girlfriend knew the dog, referred to the dog. Everything about the dog was the same, except the breed was different. And like, it just, it just fractured his mind as to how, how, when he went to bed that night, say his dog was a golden retriever, his dog buddy or whatever. And when he woke up the next day, the dog was a German shepherd. He's like, how, how in the fuck does that even happen? See, that's why I wonder if this is just like a vessel and like, we're something else inside of that altogether because when i used to do the uh dream traveling thing a lot i used to get sleep paralysis directly after and that always made me wonder if it's like you're trying to come back into your body but you're not fully in yet and that's why your head's awake and you can move your eyes but you haven't fully like it's almost like rebooting a computer and like i've had that more times than i can count and like i heard you say in a story that there was like dark shadows and stuff and i remember seeing things like that but i never saw anything distinct but just this dark feeling like something was watching me and like moving shadows every single time I had that experience. Yeah. It's like the uh, scariest part is while you're doing it, it's like you can only move your eyes or your head a little bit and you're trying to like make a noise to get your significant other to like shake you. And it's like, you can't even do that. Like it's the most horrifying feeling I could possibly imagine. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. And, and all of my, all of my actual sleep paralysis accounts that, that I, I dub, dub as sleep paralysis. I've never seen an entity I just felt, I just felt the fear. I felt like something was in the, in the house with me. I felt like it was, it had, had a malicious intent, but I had, I had what I thought was a dream here recently that I did see some sort of shadow, shadow entity. And man, it was weird. I'll just, I'll just talk about it. Um, I was going to say, so, can you describe it? I'm kind of curious if it's the same thing that I saw. Cause then that's another connection we can make here. 
if it's the same thing that it's like maybe we are leading on to something here. Yeah. So so I'm I'm asleep, right? And and I I think that I was dreaming, but my my girlfriend wakes me up in the dream and she says, Do you see him? And she's pointing at our bedroom door. And I have my back turned to the bedroom door as I'm asleep. And I roll over and we have our kitchen light on. We keep over over the sink, a little light that way our dog and cat can do whatever they need to do and not be in the dark. So as I turn over, the light is illuminating through the doorway. As soon as I see the doorway, sleep paralysis hits. Boom, can't move, immediate fear. I know something's in the house. I can't get her, her to like snap me out of it. And about that time, this huge, um, not well, he's it's tall and it is a, it is a human entity. I can is it see about doorway shoulders. It was taller than the doorway. It had to duck into the doorway. I would say I mean, the one that I saw was roughly about doorway height, maybe a little bit taller. But like I said, it was I didn't see it directly. It was more like a moving shadow that I couldn't necessarily make out a figure, if that makes sense. But I could see the this height had, of the shadow. This one had to had to physically duck into the door to look around. And it was just head and shoulders. I could see his head and shoulders. And I could see that it had long spindly arms because it was it was kind of moving it almost like he was holding the doorway when he bent down to peek around. And it took off into our kitchen so about that time i'm like all right whenever i get sleep paralysis i'm aware of it and i'm like wake up wake up you gotta wake yourself up and i go through this whole whole ritual of how i try to snap myself out of it and as soon as he kind of ducks into our kitchen i wake myself up so i'm like all right i gotta go see what the hell's going on so i go into the kitchen and i cannot for the life of me keep my eyes on whatever this thing is. I see it out of my peripheral. It just darts around and it keeps moving faster than I can keep my eyes on it. About that time, my girlfriend's like, he's back in the bedroom. So I go in there, can't get my eyes on him. She goes, I think he went into the recording room with his, which is just adjacent to our bedroom. So I'm like, all right, if, if he's in there, there's no way he can get out. I'm going to go in after him. And as I step out the door, she says, please be careful. He keeps changing his name. It keeps changing its name. And then I woke up. Like I woke up out of sleep paralysis, full adrenaline Russian, sweat, fear, just absolutely terrified. And that's that. <laughs> I actually have a relatively similar story that I shared on Mark's podcast where um my, my girlfriend at, when this was a while ago, but she never really believed or I never really told her about the sleep paralysis. So it wasn't really not that there's anything to believe in, but there was one night that I was sitting there watching TV and I heard a boom by the staircase and she woke up and jumped up and I'm she's like I was like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. I was like, I heard a boom by the stairs. She goes, I, I just fell down the stairs in my dream. So directly after that, we're both kind of freaked out. So it's like two, three o'clock in the morning, roughly. We go to walk downstairs and uh, we notice that there's, again, you can't really make out the figure, but it was just like a dark shadow that looked like it was sitting on the couch. And then it gets up and then just dissipates and disappears. And I have like, she, she'll swear by it too. She never really fully believed in this stuff till that, that was her starting point. And when she started actually like hearing me out and listening to this kind of shit, she was like, like, what was that? I'm like, I personally don't believe in ghosts. I think it was something completely different. And I've had experiences with these like weird shadows feeling like they're watching me and stuff like that when I was in my dreams and stuff. And I'm curious if this is linked to it where it's like, they're connected into the outside world. And we don't even realize it, you know, like if, if there is like say shadow people, so to speak, like they could literally be all around us and we wouldn't even realize it. <laughs> I, I think it's fully connected to our consciousness. I think our consciousness is set into our 
into our minds and into our body as, as some sort of defense mechanism against whatever the fuck is out there. Because if you look at people who manipulate their consciousness, use uh, psychedelic drugs, they lucid dream, uh, meditation, stuff of that nature, I feel like it kind of lets those walls down. And that's when people start to interact with these beings. Like people who use DMT and shit are all, always talk about seeing uh, beings from other planes and stuff of that nature. So like the more I look into it, the more I think that our, our consciousness, the way we're wired is set there to kind of put these walls up to where we don't interact with these beings all the time. See, in that too. There was uh, one night that I haven't fully like gone in with DMT because it's more like, a, like I, I don't know what I'm going to see kind of a thing. But there's one particular night that I smoked a little bit, but just enough that like I could barely like I was hitting it standing by where I like smoke and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, if I would have hit any more, I wouldn't have been able to like stand up kind of a thing. And I started seeing this like the best way to describe it is just like a geometric pattern that started appearing on my pillow. And then I saw this best way to describe it, like a, a geometric pattern, like DMT entities. And it looked like it was kind of going like this, kind of doing like a wave your finger, come come look at me kind of a thing. But the creepiest part about it was the fact that I have eight cats in my house and there's three cats in that bedroom at the time. And all three of them are staring at that pillow at the same time as me. That's so like there, there's something more to it. And I feel like cats are fully aware of this stuff. And every time I've taken psychedelics and I'll hear like a weird noise, like my cats look in that same direction and stuff. And they like, every time I feel like there's just this weird presence, like, I always feel like there's something that's like around the corner that's just kind of like curious and is like, hmm, what are they going to do with this? Can they see me yet? And it's like my cats will be kind of like creeping, looking around the same corners as me. And it, maybe it's a reaction from I'm looking over there and they're looking over there. But like that particular time with the DMT thing, like they they started looking over there before I did. And that was the reason why I kind of like looked over in that direction is because all the cats were staring at something. I looked at it and then I started noticing this pattern within my pillow. So then it started getting me interested in this concept of like, I, I firmly believe that people can only, you can only see 7% of the light spectrum. So like, I'm a firm believer that there's things around us in this existence, but we just don't have the ability to see them. Cause even bees can see ultraviolet light. We can't see ultraviolet light. There's other animals in the animal kingdom that can see shit. Like, uh, what are they called? The, the mantis shrimp or something like that. Those things have the most complex eyes in the animal kingdom and they can see colors that we can't even comprehend. Yeah. Yeah. Sa same with, same with sound waves. Like we can only hear so, so much to the sound spectrum. There could be so much shit out there that's going on around us that we are, like you said, we are completely not privy to we don't we don't even can't even comprehend it even kids they can see weird things and they always have these ghost stories and why is it that they can also hear higher frequencies and stuff than we can it's like they have a connection to this stuff and you start losing it as you get older because of society conditioning you to like lose these abilities it's almost like you know animals have the ability to know when it's going to rain before it even looks like it's going to rain you can't tell me people didn't have that at one point but we've been so separated from all that kind of stuff that we don't even have that ability anymore we have to We've adapted to be able to just look on our phone and see what the weather's going to be today instead of, you know, going, oh, it feels kind of off today. I can feel the pressure. Like, it's going to rain in a couple hours. Like, I have arthritis in my knees, and I'll notice that a couple hours before it rains, even if it doesn't look like it, I can tell that it's going to rain. So just if my knee can tell me that, like, when we were connected more with nature, there's no doubt in my mind that we had more of these abilities like animals have than we think we did. Oh, I agree. For sure. 100%. But uh, do you guys do you guys still got, got a little bit of time, or are you guys, uh, you know, trying to wrap up and stuff? Probably try to wrap up. I got to get up and get, get up early for work. So for sure. Um, I guess we can start wrapping this up then. Um, I appreciate if you guys, you know, you guys want to do some more stuff in the future. I definitely want to, uh, dig more into everything that you guys are digging into. I'd love to see get that flyer sent to me and the sound clips and stuff. And I, I want to start digging into it on my own. 
If I get any information, I'll pass it on to you guys. And uh, if I don't have anything, I'll still tell you because I'm a firm believer in constant communication is key where oh, yeah. I would rather keep telling you for months on end that I got nothing than, you know, not say anything to you or give you some bullshit, you know? Right. Oh yeah, for sure. So, but anyways, <laughs> this has been a, uh, an awesome conversation. Uh, episode four <laughs> of sure. inquiries of our reality. Uh, do you guys want to tell everybody your guys information so they can find your podcast? Uh, yeah, sure. Just search up the house guy podcast. We're pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, every podcatcher, stitcher, uh, iTunes, Apple, you name it. We're there. Spotify. Uh, we're also on YouTube, um, all social media outlets. After I talk shit on them, you can come and find us there and come and hang out and just, yeah, search up the hollow sky podcast and you'll find us. You guys have any other uh, things you're working on currently that you, you want people to know about? We might be, we've been invited to possibly go and investigate Waverly Hills sanatorium this summer. So that's kind of exciting. We're kind of trying to get out there and get some boots on the ground at some different uh, paranormal locations. So that's something to look forward to. Um, Kyle's also working on setting up a YouTube channel, well, modifying our YouTube channel where we could kind of take live calls, make it sort of like a radio, like a radio station almost kind of do that maybe once, once a week or once every other week, but we're working on that too. It's all a process piece by piece and you'll get there yes, eventually. Sir. I'm sure you guys know exactly from this podcast. You got to start small, take the bigger, small steps to, in order to get to the bigger steps. For sure. Just keep going, man. You just got to keep moving forward. That's it. Keep researching. Keep doing all this stuff. Because I'm sure everybody loves everything you guys have said. I've been listening to your guys' podcast for a while. I love it. And you guys do some awesome work. And I appreciate you guys making the time to come on with me today. Oh, we Absolutely. appreciate you having us. It's yeah. been a great conversation. We'll definitely have to do this in the future. Maybe I could pop on to one of your guys' things sometime. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thanks again, everybody. If anyone is interested in being a guest on the show, sponsoring the show, has a topic question for the show, or has anything they feel they can contribute to the show, please send me an email at inquiriesofourrealitypodcast at outlook.com. If you'd like to donate to the show so I can eventually do this as a full-time thing, please check me out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash inquiriesofourrealitypodcast. And of course, follow me on social media for updates on the show. For Instagram, it's going to be www.instagram.com slash inquiriesofourreality. And for Facebook, it's going to be www.facebook.com slash inquiries of our reality podcast. about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.